A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lessons learned. From Atlantic City, the New Jersey Wrestling State Tournament, the Super Bowl of New Jersey Wrestling. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. We're Gene Jeff Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coaches from Wrestling Mindset. Wrestling Mindset is a wrestling-specific sports psychology program designed to help wrestlers overcome their mental blocks and win in wrestling and in life. Today we're talking about lessons learned. New Jersey State Tournament. We spent the weekend down there. A lot of history down there personally for our brother, our clients, wrestlers, teams. It's always a good weekend. Why don't you start us with the newspaper article? It wasn't it wasn't always a good weekend. In fact, there's an article that says the sa- I found the saddest spot on the Jersey Shore. And they talked about Boardwalk Hall um, because of obviously all the dreams that were crushed, crushed, not the least of which being ours. But that all being the best, the best then worst weekends, mostly the worst weekends. Right. But that all being tempered, we set up a vendor booth for the first time ever at the at the States. We've been going there since, you know, nine, on and off since 1996. I remember when we first watched Maurice and Mark Worthy and guys like Logan and Han and Espositos and Pritzlofs and, and seeing them and just really excited to be back part of it. Well, we were at our table as vendors for the very first time with Kanan Bethea, uh, one of the, the great Bethea brothers from the great uh, Trenton family. We were all at the table and someone came up to us, the um, the writer from the press of Atlantic City, and asked us if we wanted to be interviewed for the paper. And um, go figure, is the first page right there. See if you can see the Hall of, of Dreams. And we were actually quoted in this. Now, this is exciting because at the same time of the wrestling state tournament in between rounds it actually worked out almost perfectly in between the rounds we were presenting at the glazier football coaches convention which is the biggest football coaches convention string in the entire country and we were presenting in there on relaxing under pressure so we were able to tell them that this was actually front page of the paper the hall of the hall of dreams and then what do they talk about in the sports section getting out the getting the nerves out and that was our presentation you could see there um how to get the nerves out. One of the people they spoke about here was Diamani Aldemover, Almadover, a tougher last name to pronounce, but he's been a longtime client. And he even says, um, 
Hogan always gives me a tough match every time his opponent. This one was tough. I'm just on to the next. I'm here to compete one at a time. Next opponent. Just worry about him. I'm just happy to be here. And if you notice that, that sums up. This is in the, you know, he's a senior now. He's been on the program for years. And that's what's in his mind. The mindset just ingrained. And, and you could even contrast that with all the people that we've heard in the past who talk about, and this is no knock on anyone in particular, but a lot of wrestlers are saying the opposite. Like, this is all I'm thinking about. And, and think about if this is you or your son. This is all I'm thinking about. It's the number one thing in my mind. All that matters is this match. If your son is saying this or any variation of that, that's the opposite of what we're saying. Even though in our article on Hall of Dreams, they asked me about, they asked us about Boardwalk Hall being back. I, I could, I could read the quote of that too. Did you want to piggyback on anything there? No, the, you could go back into the article, but I was going to say, the one thing that's pretty cool, since like you said, some of our first memories in wrestling are going to the Atlantic City, the New Jersey states, and we remember watching guys like Damian Logan, Dave Esposito, the Worthy Brothers. And, and it's pretty cool coming full circle. You know, I mean, we, we met with Mar uh, Maurice Worthy before the States. We met with him for breakfast before on the way over to Atlantic City. So that was awesome. And then, you know, you see Damian Logan there. who We've worked with his club and many wrestlers. And he coached um, us. Yeah, for, for many years, he was our assistant coach at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Dave Esposito, we were just at his club at the Edge Hoboken working with Valentin Kalika on some, some video footage. But it's just pretty cool to see us, you know, come full circle, being at the vendor booth and seeing the people that we looked up to when we were kids and now kind of working with a lot of those people. It's just awesome. Yeah, it's like these are, these are people that are these, these people were our inspiration to get serious in wrestling. And now these very same people are coming to us for advice and expertise on the mindset. So we're that that's great when you when you have people that you look up to and now they're coming to you for answers about whether it be what they what their wrestler should be thinking with mindset or we're just simply dealing with the wrestlers because you know they don't have all the time in the world either they have the, they've internalized the mindset themselves they know how to deal with it as competitors but then they say hey now here gene jeff kanan wrestling mindset you take my guys they need to talk to you so that's that's tremendous and we just say here about boardwalk hall if you look in the um in the paper um, Luis Mendez, who's talking about his son, he's right before they get to our party, says, I'm probably more nervous than he is. How many parents did we see this weekend that actually said, do you have a parent mindset program? Quite a few. Quite a few. And, and how and what have, and what have our parents and I'll get putting you on the spot. What have, what have our parents, the wrestling mindset parents, what have they been saying to us about their kids? They're more calm than us. Right. So the kids, yeah, they said, and they said, they the, the kids that we're working. So let me, I'll, I'll spell that out again. The kids that we're working with, their parents are coming up to us and saying, "My kid is my mindset coach. He's more calm than me. He tells me what to think." So right off the bat, where now you have it, this, this, it's, it's almost just like we were saying about these wrestlers we looked up to. And now them looking to us for something. Now you have parents who are looking to their kids for the mindset. And that's a, that's an absolute credit to these coaches and to these parents who are saying, hey, I need help on mindset and I don't know how to teach it. I don't have a system like you guys do. You teach it. You teach my son. And then in turn, their son teaches them. So it's it's just tremendous. And one of the things we I said here that I was quoted in the paper is 
they were asking about the atmosphere boardwalk hall and i brought up um you know the, the reason why the atmosphere boardwalk hall is due to the fact that his historic events that historic events have occurred there listing off moments such as miss america pageants mike tyson versus michael spinks world heavyweight title bout two wrestlemanias and i said this is basically what i first remember watching as a kid you dream about wrestling here you dream about winning here and then you dream about your kids winning here and how many times did we personally to with um five boys between the two of us did we talk about oh when our sons are here when when Johnny's here, when Anthony's here, when Vinny's here, your kids, or when I say when when Gene's here, when Joseph's here, then you dream about your kids winning it. And if you're a parent, no doubt you're dreaming about your kids winning it. And again, you might not be a New Jersey wrestler. That doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. This is never this is really never to be taken literally. It's a symbol for where this is this is what you're looking to get out of the sport. You want that moment of glory, all the hard work. You want to shine. You want your kids to shine. And so basically what I told them there is that um the atmosphere is just electric, and you could feel it as wrestlers. Obviously, we, we felt it as wrestlers. So that's why we helped them relax. And that was our quote in the, in the paper. And again, it was um, a front-page quote. So it was exciting while it was all going on. And then we were able to share this with all the football coaches, in this, and not just in the state of New Jersey, but around the country. People, So we were, boardwalk, we were between Boardwalk Hall and, and Harris, which is off the boardwalk, the, right before the bridge that leads into Brigantine. So it was, it was one whale of a weekend for us. Yeah, anyone who follows football, high school football, really, anyone who coaches, they probably know Glacier Clinics. They're huge. They're all over the country. I think they do about 20 to 25 clinics over the over the course of two months tops. And they, they guarantee at least 600 coaches at every clinic. So they're doing great things. Chris Coughlin, Glacier Clinics, Alan Means. So it was, it was a great opportunity to be there as well. But, of course, the New Jersey wrestling states. So you, so you put me on the spot. I got I, I took some random notes because I think people talk about this a lot, but out of the out of all the state place winners, so there's 112 state place winners, right? How many do you think were from non-private schools? What per, you could go percentage first. Yeah. So 112 state place winners. How many of them are non-private? So not from the Catholic schools or the private schools. I'm just gonna do I'm gonna do percentage that aren't from that aren't from Catholic schools. Uh, probably I'm gonna say it's probably a lot more. Um, that's probably about even. It's probably about a 50-50 split. <laughs> yep. It's as if he did the math himself. 55 non-private. So it's 49 point whatever percent. So just shy of exactly 50%. 56 would be dead even. Can't, so go, can't go over and the price is right. You can't go right. over. <laughs> 55 non-private. And then out of the state champs, how many do you think were non-private? Out, yeah, of out of the state, out of the state, now I watch the state tournaments. Oh, I'm assuming there's 14 weights. Otherwise, my math is off. But I'm just assuming this is out of 14 weights was my yeah. math. But I did. Now I'm not going to go percentage. Now I'm going to go by number. Yeah. <laughs> out of state, state champs, and I'm going to because I'm not going to try to think about it because I watch. I'm going to say probably eight of them were private schools. Eight or nine of them were private. Yeah, that's correct. Six were non-private. So out of 14, eight. So eight were so eight were private. That's not a true guess because I did I did watch it. I wasn't trying to think about it, but it was considered yeah, yeah. more private schools. Yep. So I guess the point of that, I, I bring it up because everyone just assumes all the private schools are doing all the damage. Now, I get it. It's disproportionate for how many private schools there are, but you could still get it done at a public school, right? There's still public schools that are, you know, they're, they're winning six of the state titles and they're winning half of the medals. So it's it's not an excuse. We we all get it. There's are there advantages of going to the school? 
Yeah, but it's also really difficult to make the lineup, right? If you, you think about um, you think about Joe Kangro. He had a guy who beat the number three guy twice in the last month of the season, and only one of them gets to wrestle in Atlantic City, and one of them happens to win it. We'll get back to Joe Kangro later, though. So there's advantages, there's disadvantages, but at the end of the way, end of the day, mentally, you got to believe it, it really doesn't matter. Public school, private school, I could get it done. And then you look at the three-time champ, Brian Soldano from High Point, three-time champ, non-private. All right, how about, so state championship matches, how many close matches? So I, I said close matches less than a five-point margin. So if you, if you win by yeah, We went to public school, by the way, just to, just to get that on the record. And we turned out a priest, Father Grant. And my kids go to public school, too. So, all right, how many less than five points matches? Out of the 14, how many? We'll call a close match less than five point win or overtime, of course. In the finals? Yeah. I'm going to guess, I'm gonna guess 12, a 12 out of 14. Not, nine out of 14 here. So not, you could say nine out of 14 matches were close. And, uh, you know, out of some of those, we, you know, if you watch, some of them were very close. And that anytime you see that, we, we always talk about it to each other that just, you know, just another reminder, you got to do everything right. You know, because you lose, it's like you lose a one or two point match and you just, you know, you're thinking about that. It's a, could, I could have, you know, I could have ate better. I could have slept better. I could have trained more. I could have trained smarter. I could have developed my mindset, right? You see people that are, that are nervous. They come out slow, right? You come out slow in the first period. Well, that's going to haunt you. Um, you get tired during the match too early. That's going to haunt you too. So it's like you're just going to wish that you did everything right and left no stone unturned, you know, when you see that nine out of the 14 matches in the finals were really, really even. Right. And this is the point, you, you know, you wish you could get across. You, you feel like as a, as a dad, as a, as a husband, it's like, I really want to get this point across to my wife that you don't know what it's like being there. You don't know what it's like, the stress level. It's going to be so close. And, and, and you're going to be stressed out and you know, you need to trust me here that I know what I'm talking about. And this is, you know, and I'm not saying it's always the husband. Sometimes the husband doesn't get it and the wife is the one who understands, but it's going to be so close. And a lot of these things are deceiving because even Joe Cangro, who is our homeboy, who pinned in the finals, he, um, he lost to that guy during the year. He beat him once and he lost to him. So even though he pinned him this time, that's still a close match. So that's a deceiving thing. Like he got the he got the fall and he was winning. It was his match. He he out wrestled him, but he lost to that guy. So a pin could have really easily have been a close match, is what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So what I want to do next here, I pulled up some of the articles out of the 14 champs. I picked four articles, some random, some, some half of them random, half not too random. And I just wanted to look at some some quotes. All right. So you look at the New Jersey state champs. We all know New Jersey is one of the top states in the country. You know, there's there's really no debating that. Look at some of the quotes, what they're talking about, and then we'll we'll recap. So the first one I have here, I pulled up NJ.com wrestling. So start with our guys. Start with our guys that we've that won. Well, let's, we'll, we'll start go, and end go, with go, one. Go, go we'll start with uh, Evan Megalian, who's one of them who's who didn't go to a private school, public school guy, Kinalon, um, two-time champ. Well, no, he's and, our guy though, but he's a wrestling mindset product for the past three years, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's re wrestling mindset product. And this, this is what he said. So he won the States two years ago in Atlantic. No, he, yeah, he won two years ago in Atlantic City. I believe he took second last year to the same opponent. And this, and this year he won again. And, you know, it, it, was a much, it was a much wider gap. So I don't think he was one of the closer matches, which is nice to see from one of our guys. But it says, here, here's the quote. 
I won that match, but it fe- this is he was talking about two years ago. I won that match, but it feels good to wrestle more open in my style this time, he said. I put up more points, and that's what I like to do. I try to wrestle every position as hard as I can. But whatever whatever I'm in, whatever I'm in a position to score, I like to score. It felt a lot better this year. So now not only so now you might a lot of people might look at that and say, well, yeah, but he got it done three years ago. He said he liked the way he wrestled better and he had more fun. Think about this as a parent. You're not just looking for your kid to win. You're looking for him to feel better and to wrestle towards his potential. And I remember being tested by this at the Maryland Coaches Convention a few years ago. A coach said to me, he's like, well, what do you have to say about, because I was telling them, don't make matches special. Don't make the matches into a real big deal. And he said, well, I had one guy, my guy who won a state championship told me this was the biggest, this was the biggest match of his life. And then he went out there and he won the whole thing. He said, what do you have to say about that challenge to me in front of all the coaches? And pretty simple for me. I mean, that's, that's kind of like, he just, lay, he just, he just laid it up and I knocked it down. I told him, I said, well, did he wrestle at his best or close to his best? No, he kind of underperformed. It's like, all right, so sit down, you know, <laughs> basically. But here's he's, here's um, Mugalian now who's saying the opposite. He Not only did he win three years ago, two more years in the mindset program, he's saying he felt a lot better and he liked the way he wrestled. That's what you want for your kid. It's not just the win. He felt better. He enjoyed wrestling more. He's going to be more likely to wrestle in college with that. That's right. And we'll probably we'll get back to a last point, but... It, he was a guy that I don't think any of his matches were close. So it's going to be a lot more fun that way, especially as a parent watching your kid if he, if he dominates. But, you know, definitely looking to score points, it's more fun. And if you're able to do it, you know, if you could win by 10 and you only win by two, what fun is that? A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a Wrestling Mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you could build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in Podcast Discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month, and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. All right, quote number two we got from Booten's Joe Fungaro. I would say one of the bigger upsets, if not the biggest upset of the finals, um, yeah, I would say that was one of the biggest he knocked off a defending state champ that I think most people thought were going to win. He won 10-9 over the number one seed. And here's the quote. When your foot's on the line, none of that matters, said Fungaro of the, of the opponent's credentials. You don't even have to know who the guy is. Pretend you're wrestling a guy you hate, a teacher you don't like. Just pound him. I wasn't wrestling Ty Whalen. I was wrestling myself. And that's where you start to think. It's like, you know, not all these guys we're working with personally but you have to believe that our mentality that we're preaching is wearing off in the wrestling community, especially in these inner circles that people are seeing it. And it's not because of, of us. It's because this is this is the timeless wisdom. And now more people are saying it. So that's great to see. I mean, ultimately, you want to see a scrap in the finals. And, and he brought it. That's right. That's right. So it does. 
what I like about that is, you know, he doesn't care who he's wrestling. You know, you're just, you're just wrestling. You know, you're not wrestling the name. I, I saw another quote. I, I think I picked, I, I picked up maybe a different article this time, but he was basically, that's, he was saying more directly, or they quoted him more directly, where he said, you know, I, I'm not wrestling the opponent. I'm not wrestling Ty Whalen. I'm just, I'm just wrestling. You know, just go out there and wrestle. The more you wrestle the name, the credential, the more you're thinking, and the worse you usually do. So when you're, when you're out there just wrestling, whether it's the best guy in the state or the worst guy in the state, and you're doing what you do, usually good things happen in terms of performance. You know, might not win. You, you know, you might not wrestle your best, but you're more likely to perform more consistently. So we're not wrestling any name. We're just wrestling. So that's number two. Number three, I got, I got the local boy, Andy Trzinski. He's a two-time state champ. He's from my hometown, uh, Clark, Clark, New Jersey. Um, wrestles at Del Bart, and he won last year. I believe it was pretty close. This year pretty much dominated everyone. Uh, I think the finals might have been 5-1, 5-2. It was close in score, but that might be one of those matches where it was never really in doubt. But um, the quote that I have here, there was no film watch, Trzinski said, of his approach to the final. There was none of that. He was just go out there and wrestle my match and have fun. I knew that I, def I was definitely the better wrestler. It was just a matter of executing. And I know when the lights are bright, I love that, and I'll execute. Right. So basically, he was not trying to make a big deal about it. He knew he was one of the heavy favorites. The biggest enemy for him would have been himself. So he was thinking about wrestling less. He knew what he had to do. That's right. And we talk about that a lot, how sometimes, you know, video review could be overrated. And we're not saying you never have to do that. There might be times where that's important during the state finals. But sometimes we focus too much on what does our opponent do and not enough on what do we do. You know, if you're going to watch video, make sure we're watching more about what could we improve on rather than, you know, what did my opponent do? And that was something that we were real big with our, with our coach, Gene Lazark. And when we were at CJA Wrestling, or uh, Don Ernst and, and Gene Lazark at CJA Wrestling, it wasn't, oh, this guy does this, watch this, watch that. It was, you know, you got to finish your single leg better, right? You got to, you know, get off your hip here. You got to get to your feet quicker. You got a mat return. It was, what do we need to do rather than, um, what what is our opponent doing well? So I thought I thought Andy did a good job speaking to that, and again another pretty dominant state title. Yeah. Andy Trzinski, shout out shout out to Clark, New Jersey, doing good things, producing some good wrestlers out there. All right, and then the last one we got Joe Cangro. I mean, what what could we say about him? He's been on the program. I I looked it up because I was like, man, Joe, I've been talking to Joe for so long, and and. You know, we've seen him at all, like his wrestling clubs and tournaments, the Super 32 going way back. We got a picture of him on our on our website from he, he was young. He was young. He had the Super 32 belt. He was in middle school. So, so eighth grade at, at oldest, you know, possibly sixth or seventh grade, probably. Um, so, man, he's a guy. So I looked at it. He started the first time he started wrestling mindset was 2013. It was it was nine years ago. It's when we formalized, it was when we formalized the company. So I've been working with wrestlers one-on-one -on -one as a team since 2008. We formalized Wrestling Mindset in 2013, and we were going around to different clubs in the state of New Jersey. And it seemed like every single practice or every Ken Sherto wrestling camp, everywhere we went, there was Joe Cangro. We spoke, I think, at a, at, a, at a strength training place, and he was there too. That's right. Now, he's been, he's been consistent Right. Consistent as gravity, you'd say, for Joe Cangro. And he's a guy who always, you know, he just listened. Right. He really is trying to internalize the lessons. And, um, 
you know, he's the one he's shout out to, to him and his mom. He said he, his mom said that his son is, is her mindset coach, which is always a good thing, which means you're doing a good job as a mother too. So um, awesome to see. That was a match. We, we watched him this weekend. Tough, very competitive weight class. Right When you look at that weight class, I think he had three, if you want to, you know, he had a pin in the finals, four match, four very competitive matches as a senior. Two, and, and, he, and he beat two, three, and four in the state. That's right. Really tough road. Really tough road. Lost to the guy who wrestled in the finals in the, in the team duels. Um, so ba- battling almost every round. We're, right. Where we're saying the situation was really in doubt. The situation was in doubt. I mean, it could have it could have easily have not gone that way. And and even just looking at starting on the team, his, his the backup on his team beat Almeida twice during the year. So and I, what do you have two wrestle offs this year? That's like a state semifinal match. Yep. yep so four. so and that's what we're saying. Going back to what we're saying, it's going to be so close. And every little thing that you do matters, every practice, every mindset. And I remember when we were working with Bergen Catholic as a team last year, Joe was on there. He had no problem asking questions in front of his friends, no matter how it might make him look. A lot of times kids, when, they, when we do our team sessions, they, they might not want to bring up certain things looking bad in front of their friends, whatever. Um, not that anything made him look bad, but in their head, they think, how's this going to make me look? Joe never cared about that. He was on a mission. All he cared about was getting better. And now, you, and then you see all the guys, um, you know, lifting him up this past weekend. And and when you listen to his interview, he's saying all the right things. That's probably where you're going to go next, right? Yeah, the, yeah the, the quote I have here, you can never guarantee success, said Kangaroo upon winning the state title after coming up just short in three straight years. The only thing you could do is put yourself in the best position to win. And I feel like I've done that since my freshman year. I would say he's done that since his, since sixth grade, but... I built confidence from those shortcomings because I know that I've been right there. The best wrestlers build confidence both from their shortcomings and their successes. And that's what I did. I just believed in myself and I was able to do it. Right. So you see, he's saying all the right things. I mean, everything there was, was perfect. And he, it wasn't something he felt like he was misquoted or something. He didn't even like that because it wasn't exactly his mindset. That's right. Yeah, he's even mad if they misquote him. This guy didn't say that. It's like, yeah, that's all right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Here, here's the last quote. When I ran out, I just knew that I was ready. I knew that I was meant to be in this position in the New Jersey State Finals. I'd worked for so long to get here, and it's just a blessing. So you go back to mindset principle number one, which he's, he's probably heard, he's probably said and heard over 10,000 10, times, right? So it's not a matter of just, it, it doesn't happen overnight. These things take time. And then you see uh, it says here that he got the storybook ending. We were pumped. To say we were pumped is uh, is an understatement. You know, and, the, and to go out that way, that's just a real, real nice thing is to see his last match. I would say no, no one deserves it more. But it's, you know, like you said, it's like the issue is still in doubt. You know, it can't just be, yeah, he was good enough to do that, we know. But then you have to go and do it. So there's the preparation. And then there's the performance. And then there's the performance when the, when the margin for error is so small. And it's like the mindset just has to be there. I'm not saying that that's the only reason he won a state title, right? He's done all the work physically, but it's like he's put in the work, you know, everywhere, mentally and physically. I got to say, even throughout the years, because he's heard he's heard me present so many times. I'm always the one talking to the to the groups, whether it be Bergen Catholic or his wrestling club or any of the other various places we've seen Joe Kangro. And he's, you know, our introductory presentation it's the same shtick every time we talk about what percentage of it is physical or mental, the stick trick. 
what mindset training is, looking at it as strength training for the mind, and then going through our predator versus prey mindset. And one of the things I always thought about, which I guess is a little bit prey mindset, I'd say, I wonder what Joe Kangro's thinking, because he's heard me say this, you know, dozens of times. But every time, and I have to say this, this is true. He Every time he was he was dialed in, he was listening like it was the first time. And I mean, mental reps over and over and over again, you know, having the mentality instead of a lot of other kids would say, I already know this. Right? And he did already know it, but he's really looking to internalize it. And that's one of those contributors to bring out your best when it means the most. Like we said, that, that could have, you know, could have went either way. He, he might have wrestled an even really good tournament and taken fifth or sixth. But he was saying, but, you know, the, the, the margin for error is so small. But again, he was able to bring it. And it's because he takes the thing serious. Like, like exactly like he said, he put himself in the best position to win. He gave himself the best chance to. If it happens, if it doesn't happen, that goes back to God's will. That's also something Joe Kangor brought up. He's like, if it's God's will, I'll win it. And that's right. Catholic. Deus Volt. God wills it. God, that's what I wrote to him. Joe Kangor, state champ. Deus Volt. God willed it. I'll say, I'll share, because I don't think I'm on. The last thing he wrote to me, this is the night before the state finals. Last Last sentence he had texting the night before, God is always good. God is always good. Now, this is a guy who's wrestling the next day in the state finals. You know, you could have, you could be in the top of the mountain or, or you could be, you know, the, the lowest of lows, but the perspective is there. So when you, when you think about that, you're just more likely to see a person who's going to perform at or near their best when the perspective is there. He's not thinking, well, we'll see if God's good tomorrow. No, God is good. <laughs> God is good all the time. So you have that perspective and that's something that, Obviously, it goes beyond wrestling, but it's going to help you to perform likely at a better level as well. Absolutely. Okay, so the so the last thing I have, uh, uh, two things actually. One, I, I talk about, or I, was, I wrote about this. I took a note about community. So when you see the non-private schools that are getting it done, I just think about the importance of community, right? Because when you look at the teams, it's not like it's all over the map, right? Every now and then you'll get a straggler from a different school, but it's like. You see a lot of the same programs, South Plainfield, Paulsboro, Hunterdon Central, North Hunterdon, Hanover Park, Delcy. You know, it's like it's it's people that are building a culture where wrestling, wrestling is an important part of the, the culture. So it's not like it's, yeah, there are people all over the map, but, you know, it's, it's really important to get involved in. And, and if you're not involved in a program like that, building the culture, right? Wrestling has got to be something that. Um, something that's cool, something that's important. It just makes it a lot easier when you have a community that cares about the sport. Right, and we've spoken, we've worked with a lot of these teams. We've been in to the South Plainfield PAL. We trained there. We spoke there uh, plenty of times. We have um, Hunterdon Central, right, Flemington, that area. Um, you know, Paulsboro, working with them for a while. So it's, um, yeah, just just building that community. And this was something that um, Ashnault told us, Anthony Ashnault told, told us when we interviewed him at, at Rutgers, university he said that one of the things his dad did was he just volunteered a lot of time and he thought you know if he gets the the group around him if he gets his friends into it and he builds up the program it's going to have an indirect effect on his kid and that worked like a charm <laughs> and and those are a lot of the kids like you know not all those kids are going to stay at their at their public school either i mean I, another shout out to clark they, they had a few guys down there you had joey ortega from alj so he's he was at the high school but then you have Parentin, Alessio Parentin, Adele Barton, Trzinski, state champ. So that's two state place winners. Uh, Lati Felix Latini, place winner from St. Peter's Prep. 
Jake Talarico from St. Peter's Prep who's wrestling down there. So, you know, these these communities are important. So it's just something where it's, you know, you, you got to find community, whether it's whether it is going to a private school, staying at a public school, trying trying to get your kids around people that, you know, love the sport and are passionate about it. Yeah. And then, and then you can take it from there. So it's just that was just one thing I was thinking. And then the last note I had is just, you know, you got to mention the, the domination where you see guys like Anthony Knox, Brian Soldano, Mugalian, Trzinski, people that are leaving no stone unturned, of course, but like, you know, looking to dominate. When you see people like that, the people that are two, three, you know, potentially four time state champs with Anthony Knox, they're not looking to just win. You know, I, I guarantee him going there. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be just happy if I win four or three every match. Again, that might be great if you do that. But, you know, if he knows that he's capable of more, it's like he's looking to, you know, major tech or pin his way through it. And and all these guys, Soldano, Knox, Mugali, and Trzinski, and, there, and there's others that I'm not naming, but that that's the attitude you want to have. You know, if you want to really give yourself a chance, you probably have to be looking to more than just win it. You got to be looking to dominate. Yeah, I think about Chris Pendleton after he won an NCAA championship, his last NCAA championship against Ben Askren. He didn't get the major or something like that, and he came off the mat upset. And he was saying that you know he's like I need to, I need to get more bonus points for the team. You know he's probably not thinking. I mean, be probably thinking about the team a little bit. He wanted to really win. I'm sure it had to do with him personally feeling like, hey, I could have beat that guy a lot worse. And he was a, he was a two time champ. That was a second title, I think. He beat one. The, the, the team already clinched it. The team already clinched it too. But he he beat Askren twice in the NCAA finals. Yeah, so, and the team clinched it. But it's it's usually the guys like that that are that are winning. You know, not everyone is going to dominate. You know, but they they're looking to. It's like I'm not looking to eke by in the state finals. Um, we had to educate her. We had to educate her mom with this one. She's like, now why is he upset? He just won the national finals. It's like, no, that's no, mom. That's that's why he won the national finals because he has an attitude to dominate. If you're going to make it a close match with Ben Askren, it's going to be tough. That's right. That's right. And I, I still remember him winning by like six or seven. He might not have got a major, but it was, it, you know, it wasn't close. No, the match really wasn't that close. At least on the score. There was a couple. I, I remember there being a couple funny points. I like to watch that again later today. There was a couple like funny, like quick points. Maybe they were, but um, or could have went either way. But um, he won comfortably. We'll put it that way. The score was comfortable. All right. What are the what are the thoughts for the future of Atlantic City or people in the state? State championships. What are the what are the tips for them for next year? The t- the tips are it starts all over again. It's a brand <laughs> new what? Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, it starts it starts all over again. The road to Atlantic City begins, you know, a couple of days ago. If you lost that time, you and that's not saying you necessarily lost the time. Might have been recovering, but get cracking. Do everything you possibly can. Up your up your technique. Up your nutrition. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be getting fat in the off season. Your strength training should be wrestling specific. You absolutely should be working on your mindset at this time. You know, given everything we talk about, it's a little crazy if you're not. I mean, what are, what are we doing here, right? Are we working on our mindset or not? Everyone keeps talking about nerves. Some guys are saying the right things. Some guys aren't saying the right things. Just leave no stone unturned. Um, everything, the way you live, the spring, this is where people tend to party and drink and smoke and dip and do all kinds of stuff. Staying up too late and getting involved in wrong crowds, being in bad relationships. Stay away from that. Stay hungry. And um, I don't know, after watching something like the national champ, the, the state championship, and now what we're about to see at the NCAA championship, 
to me, it's like that. And it's the state championship, the NCAAs, the Olympics. If that doesn't get you more motivated and fired up, then you definitely need to be doing mindset training because I don't know what's going on. There's something's, something's missing. There's a block that we need to overcome. But get fired up and be ready to go. Uh, any coaches or parents or wrestlers that are now retiring that are done with their career, we are hiring. I know after these videos, we're getting an influx of people who say they want to be part of wrestling mindset. Again, we're looking to provide free mindset training to every single wrestling club in the United States that wants it. So, you know, if there's 100,000 clubs and, and we get 1,000 of them, that would be great. What's in it for us? We believe in the long-term relationship. Long-term relationships are win-win. It's not get in, get out. It's let's develop deep, lasting relationships with these wrestling clubs. Uh, with and, and then the only way to do that, though, is to have more people out in the field, people that are actually working. So um, if you love helping kids, if you love mentorship, if you love mindset, you believe in sports psychology and the, and the principles we're talking about, you know, it, it could be you. Why not? Why can't you be the guy who's speaking at one or two wrestling clubs in your area and basically be their mindset coach. We take care of, you know, we, we pay you for that. We take care of all, of all those kind of things, but it's just, it's a great side job. That's how we look at it. Of course, we will be looking to cultivate the more serious people to full time. And I'm speaking to some people who are saying, hey, you know, I'd like to do this as a part-time, as a part-time job. Sure, that'd be great. We'd love to have you. There's other conversations I'm having with people who are well-established in their career and them saying, hey, it's, it's not enough. I want something that fulfills me. I, like when Mike Moore joined our company, he left the FBI. He was, it was his dream job. He was working there for eight years. He left, you know, uh, Jay Cunner, our, our COO. He was, you know, he was a teacher. He was doing great. And, and, and it was great. He was a very fulfilling job as a teacher. But there was another level of fulfillment he wanted to go to. And all of our people. So what, wherever your spot is, if it's something that you believe in, like we want people who really care and people who are looking to be, if you want to say aggressive with helping people with mindset, aggressive with helping mindset, just like we tell our wrestlers on the mat, aggressive with taking your shots out there on the match, uh, on the mat, going for the pin, looking for the bonus points. We want people now who are, who are, who are, you know, hunting mindsets. Basically, we want to, we want to hunt down people to help their mindset and to change their life, and and it is winning mindset. Wrestling mindset is changing lives. So close it off as always, whether it's wrestling, business, sports, school, or life, mindset makes the difference. Make sure you reach out to us. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.